What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, don't forget to screenshot this, post it on your story, tag me so I can repost, or if you're listening on your TV, watching on your TV, should I say, or maybe you're listening in your car, take an aesthetic boomerang, you know, take an aesthetic pic, tag me. I would love to see your aesthetics. Also, y'all, I kind of lost my voice the other night. I literally don't know how, like, I don't know how it was not even a crazy night, but I know that it rained that night. Maybe I just think it was the atmosphere, but my voice has been kind of fucked for the past few days, but I'm not mad at it. Like, it was actually way worse, like, yesterday and the day before, um, so you guys are just getting a little tingling of it. <laughs> just like a little sample, but I actually kind of like it, you know, it's kind of hot, um, and it's just weird because my throat doesn't hurt anything. It's like, I'm not... I think it might also be allergies. Like, I don't know. I feel like I sound congested, but like I can breathe through my nose and everything. Knock on wood. Like I'm kind of congested, but not like, like I can breathe. It's not uncomfortable. It's just my voice. So I don't know, but we're just going to roll with it. Um, So I guess we'll see if I can talk for this long. (laughs) Hopefully you guys aren't annoyed by it and think it's kind of hot because I honestly think it's kind of hot. Beverages of the day check. Um, It's Monday, the day I'm recording this and... Y'all know I had to start my week off with a little two-thirds decaf, grande shaken espresso with oat milk and just two pumps of brown sugar syrup. Syrup. Perf. I actually have a lot to do today and I'm just really excited because I had such a wholesome weekend. Um, Even though I was like out doing stuff, it was Sonia's birthday this past weekend. So if you didn't tell her happy birthday, bitch, that's on you. Um... (laughs) And then I saw some friends the day before. So it was a very like social weekend for me, but very wholesome. You know, it's not like I was out going out. Like it was, everything was just very cute. Just like activities. I was just with a lot of girls. Like it was just like very fun. So with that being said, I feel like I am starting the week off. I know you guys are listening to this towards the end of the week, but maybe it'll be inspo for your upcoming weekend. Um, I love when birds go on my fire escape. So cute. Not fucking pigeons, just cute little birds, like, aww. Um, so I'm starting the week off on a good note, you know, not hungover, not tired, just feeling really good. So I hope you're feeling good too, um, and if not, you know, just remember that everything is temporary. And ask yourself, what do I need right now to put myself in the direction of feeling good, you know? Um, oh my god, yeah, Wow. Dude, I just really feel the springtime vibes and just the seasons changing vibes and not even just like the literal seasons changing. Like um, if the if you're in the United States, except Arizona next week, or I guess this Sunday is daylight savings. So we will gain an hour of sleep. I just know it's like the good one. Yeah, I think it's you gain an hour of sleep. Um, let me know if you're not in the United States, do you do daylight savings and when is it? It's just so random that like every country gets to just, and I guess every state just gets to like decide whether or not they want to partake. Like that's, I honestly think it's kind of dumb. Like it's like, why are we doing this? But whatever. I guess it's a little treat, (laughs) a little springtime treat. Um, but I just also really personally feel this, the just seasons of life changing. Um... You guys have heard me talk on this podcast just about anxiety, especially over the winter. I feel like it was just like, ew, and I just, I had to work through a lot personally, and it was just like, ew. Um, 
I don't want to like talk about the same thing in every episode. So if you're interested, you can go back to back to previous back to previous episodes and listen. Um, but I was just kind of noticing this weekend, like, you know, I've just been feeling really good recently and like chill and like my baseline has just been good and not anxiety. So that's just super exciting. And I just, I just feel very like just very springtime. Like I feel excited about life. I just feel like new beginnings. I feel excited. I feel like I want to you know, be out, be traveling. Like, I just feel really good in that way. So let me know if you can relate. I definitely think it's just, you know, that's this time of the year type of vibe. But also just personally in life, like, I just feel like, you know, I got through a lot and now we're like on the other side of it and like, it just feels good. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for spring and summer. Um, And I'm just excited for like what's to come for me and just like for life and dude it's just really stressful because there's just always like so much you know I don't want to like bring y'all down but you know when you just like are reading the news all day or like on twitter and it's just like disaster after disaster happening um and it's like well like (laughs) you just gotta find the joy in the moments when you can you know um even if nothing's like happening to you personally um it's like we're all affected by shit and especially the internet and just the news and you know the collective consciousness like even if something's not directly affecting us it's still affecting us um most of us at least so finding the joy where you can and again like just doing check-ins with yourself and your body and asking yourself like what do i need to support myself right now what is my body trying to communicate with me um etc so yeah it's actually been a really good pisces season like i was expecting it to be a lot more like emotional in a bad way and just like ew but it's actually been very like for me at least let me know how your pisces experience has been going so far we have like a week and a half left of it right yeah it's aries season starts the 20th so excited like omg start of the new astrological year um but yeah I just feel like I've been super into the like kind of romantic creative like dreamy in a good way not in an annoying way y'all know I was talking about that in my first episode about Pisces season this year um but like I just feel like my meditations have been hitting like not to sound so fucking annoying like insufferable but um my dreams have been very vivid in like a good way and Like, I just feel that kind of, like, flow feeling, like, what the sign of Pisces represents, you know? Like, just a fish flowing through water. Like, I just feel that in a good way. So let me know if you can relate. Let me know if it's been a very, like, emotional time for you or maybe creative or maybe intuitive. Let me know. Um, I think... (laughs) Let me know if you play Wordle, but, like, today, for example, um, like, I woke up just... I woke up at 5 today, and I honestly haven't done that in a while like an actual five where I'm like ready to get up and like I don't just like have to force myself or I keep sleeping or whatever um but I did my little yoga meditation as I've been doing and then usually after I do that I like to like make a food or at least just like drink my tea and do like a wordle and like I don't know write my to-do list for the day and I will sometimes journal or write down my dreams or whatever 
um so i was doing the wordle and like i got it on two tries and it was because my first word was so close to the actual word and i was like i bet it's the the meditation you know like my brain was just clear and empty and like fresh and i just felt the vibes <laughs> but that's happened to me before like sometimes a word will just like come to me and like it's not i don't usually i don't think i've ever gotten it on the first try but it'll be like something close and then it's like super easy to figure out from there um so love that let me know if you play it's like been so fun to just play that every morning like you know have something it's like oh i think i tweeted it too but it's like every week or every day i forget until i remember and then it's like oh my god i get to do this um so yeah okay so something i wanted to talk about that i've been practicing a lot recently and kind of i feel like something that goes along with you know anxiety or any sort of thing you might be going through or like if you just even if you don't struggle with like something serious like an actual anxiety or like you know a chronic thing um we all experience emotions you know i'm sure you're not a psychopath watching this listening to this <laughs> yeah so the right part is like really trendy among the psychopath community or like sociopath community um is there a community so feeling your emotions and more specifically releasing your emotions because i feel like that's something we hear a lot but then it's like what does that necessarily look like in the moment when you're like experiencing something because it's one thing you know when you're like in a good state of mind reading about releasing emotions and you're like oh yeah like if i'm angry i'll just punch a pillow or like whatever which like true that can be very helpful but when you're actually experiencing a really strong emotion like anger or like sadness or you know there's so many different types of sadness like grief or like i don't know whatever um actually processing it in the motion in the moment like being able to is a really strong skill and i actually saw this tiktok i wish i could remember it's so far back in my likes apparently you can organize your likes and folders can someone let me know how to do that because this that would be very helpful like i need a a folder of just like stuff to talk about on the podcast um but this guy was just it was almost like a little mini guided meditation of you know how to release an emotion um and especially like i think it's really kind of telling you know when you're over something when when you think about it you like get really emotional about it again because there's one thing to think of something and be like you but then it's another thing to just like get completely just like worked up about it again it's like okay you're probably not truly over it or like you were never able to really fully process the emotion so luckily i found an article um deepak chopra's seven step exercise to release emotional turbulence so i will link this article down below but i wanted to go over it with you guys because it um it's basically what the guy was talking about in the tech talk so when i was experiencing that it really honestly did help me and ever since that it was just like last week but you know whenever i experience a strong emotion like i've just been thinking like that comes to mind so hopefully this can help you guys and some of you may already know this like i'm sure most of us kind of know the vibe of like okay like yeah like you know if you're stressed out or angry or something like going on a run like releasing it in that way but this is just a little more specific than that so let's just go over this um you can learn how to recognize painful emotions right away and how to effectively metabolize and eliminate pain 
Overcoming difficult emotions such as fear, anger, guilt, and anxiety can bring the same disguised benefits that dealing with a physical illness can bring. Um, by turning to our inherent intelligence, harmony, and creativity, we can create a positive outcome. But if we are emotionally turbulent, we are too agitated to access that possibility. And then why meditation is part of the exercise. Through meditation, we can experience our silent self beyond our thoughts and emotions. This is our internal reference point for equilibrium. From here, we can create a desired outcome. To restore balance in our life, meditation must be an essential ingredient. And dude, that's so true. Like, just like with me and my anxiety journey, but just like, you know, and maybe you don't experience anxiety, but just even if you're like stressed out, um, and I think I was talking about this before, like the infinity thinking or like, what what was it called? But like, just where you think that the feeling's going to last forever, especially with like anxiety, because it's such like a violent feeling in your body, you know, like the physical effects of it are just so strong that like, it's really like, okay, so this is just how I'm going to feel forever. Um, great. But, um, and it can take a lot of work and practice, but when you are able to, you know, get into the meditation and just reach that really calm state in your mind and in your body, it's like, it makes you realize like, okay, like this is how I feel normally. Or like, this is how I could feel normally. I, I would say should, but that feels kind of like, you know, like don't say should. It's like, okay, but that's, this is how I should feel normally. Like that is like that anxious feeling or like whatever kind of quote unquote bad feeling you're experiencing. That's not like my normal. It may feel like my normal or maybe I experience it every day. So it's become my normal, but that's not just my natural state of being. Um, and meditation just like, I think, you know, what's almost like a misconception is that, oh, like you do meditate, like people who do meditation are like good at it or something. But it's like, it really is the practice of it that makes it so like helpful in the rest of your life. And it's like scientifically proven, bitch. Like what they do, you know, what is it? an MRI of your brain and like the brain waves and like activity in your brain and it's like decreased significantly when people meditate regularly or like that classic I mean it's a classic to me I don't know if this is like a classic classic but like the study done on kids who instead of detention they did like meditation and just like how so much so much bad behavior like decreased in the school I wish I could remember the exact I could probably look it up but you know um so just bringing like that awareness to like your body and your mind and just you know the practice of realizing how loud your your thoughts can be and how powerful your mind can be and how peaceful it is when your mind can shut the fuck up anyway (laughs) um okay so learn how to metabolize pain with a seven step exercise so the first and this is like again pretty much what the tiktok was doing but he was like guiding us through it a little like quickly because it's a tiktok but it was like a three minute tiktok i think but anyway so the first thing is to identify and locate the emotion physically in your body and they're kind of going over like you know sit down be in a quiet space where you can meditate etc but i think also like you could do this just a condensed version of it if you know you're like out and about like maybe you're at work or someone and something and someone says something that makes you want to cry. Like you could just go to the bathroom and like quickly do this. <laughs> so first is like identifying the emotion. 
Um, so they say, recall some circumstance in the recent past. I think this is more so like you're, you're meditating and you're like, okay, let me find my pain. Like, cause they're like, oh, like think of a circumstance in the recent past that was upsetting to you. So you could just like do this for fun and like kind of like, <laughs> not for fun, but like kind of with more so curiosity, or I feel like you could use this like about a specific incident, you know, you'd already have the incident in mind. Um, identify some instance where you felt emotionally upset for the next 30 seconds. Think about the detail. Think in detail about that incident. Try to picture what happened as vividly as you can. Here you are, the observer watching this event. You are not the event argument or emotional upset. You are merely witnessing what is happening from the perspective of your silent self. Now identify exactly what you're feeling. Put some word on the incident that describes what you're experiencing. Do you feel unappreciated, insulted, treated unfairly? Give the feeling a name. Come up with a word that epitomizes the painful experience and focus your attention on that word. So then number two is to witness the experience. Gradually allow your attention to move away from the word and into your body. Become aware of the physical sensations that arise in your body as a result of the emotion you've identified. These two elements, an idea in the mind and a physical sensation in the body, are what an emotion truly is, and they can't really be separated. This is why we call it a feeling, because we feel emotions in our bodies. Let your attention pass through your body as you're recalling this experience. Locate the sensations the memory brings up. For many, it's a pressure in the chest or a sensation of tightness in the gut. Some feel it as pressure in their throat. Find where your body is, find where it is in your body that you're feeling and holding the emotional experience. So yeah, like, you know, sometimes like, you know, when your hands get like numb or like sweaty or yeah, like for a lot of people, it is like their stomach, like you feel that tightness or like, ew, or like, yeah, anger can really be like your chest and like, it just feels like hot or like tight or just like constricted you know um or like even like a numbness you know express the emotion this is step number three now express that feeling place your hand on the part of the body where you sense that feeling is located say it out loud it hurts here imagine like and this is like serious like yeah good but imagine like you go into the bathroom and like someone is like doing this and you just hear them in the stall saying like it hurts here it hurts here. <laughs> Trigger warning. Trigger warning? Um, horror film. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Just like imagine that. Because I was like, oh, you could like do this at work, you know, in the bathroom if you had to. <laughs> Maybe say it in your head. Um, when, you're, when you experience physical discomfort, it means that something is unbalanced in your experience, physically, mentally, or spiritually. Your body knows it. Every cell in your body knows it. Befriend these sensations and their wisdom because the pain is actually leading you to wholeness. Writing your feelings out on paper is also a valuable way to express the emotion. This is especially effective when you can write out your painful experience in the first person, in the second person, and finally from the perspective of a third person account. Number four, take responsibility. Be aware that any painful feelings you experience are your feelings. These feelings are happening inside your body now as you remember the pain, even though nothing is actually taking place in the material world material world you're only remembering what happened yet your body is reacting with muscle contractions hormonal secretions and other responses within you even when the painful incident was occurring in the material world the effect was entirely within you you have a choice on how you interpret and respond to emotional turbulence 
Recognizing this is taking responsibility for your feelings. That doesn't mean you feel guilty. Instead, it means you recognize your ability to respond to painful situations in new and creative ways. By taking responsibility for your feelings, you can also gain the power to make the pain melt away. You're not blaming anyone else, you know, so it's kind of empowering. Like, it's kind of like, ew, this is my shit, but then it's like, oh, it's mine, so therefore I have the power to deal with it. Release the emotion. Place your attention on the part of your body where you're holding the pain, and with every exhalation of your breath, have an intention of releasing that tension. For the next 30 seconds, just feel the painful sensation leaving your body. Some people find that making an audible tone that resonates in that part of the body where the pain is helps to loosen and lift it away. So then it says, you know, for some people, singing or dancing does it. For some people, breathing, yoga, um, working out. For some people, using essential oils. (laughs) Finally, if you've written out your emotions on paper, it can also be helpful to burn them and offer the ashes to the wind. So then it says, you know, share the outcome, celebrate the process, etc. Um, so I think what really like stood out to me, and especially in that TikTok when I first saw it, was just kind of the idea of like moving your thoughts away from your mind and like into your body. Because it it's so easy to just like replay something over and over in your mind and just like re-trigger yourself, you know? And then it's like, okay, well, there's nothing I can really do about it. I put this plant behind me. Because it's, it, I'm just so scared I'm going to run into it. I don't think I will. Um, isn't it cute though? If you're watching this on YouTube, it flowered. It's so cute. Um, you know, it's just so easy to, to keep re-triggering ourselves. But now it's like when you know this, it's like, oh, I can actually like, there's something I can actually do to release it instead of just like hearing, you know, like, oh, release your pain, like, express your emotions it's like what does that even necessarily mean um so yeah and just having this knowledge is so powerful because there's always going to be some bullshit happening you know like bitch (laughs) it's just life like even if you're the most like that's the thing and i've said this before but it's like it's not about trying to find the perfect life where like nothing bad ever happens to you and you're just always like blissed out and happy it's like instead about learning yourself and learning your body and learning tools to like restore your body and yourself your mind like back to balance and back to normal um so when you know this when you know this little exercise when you know like okay like i'm feeling this I'm going to identify it in my mind and then I'm going to bring my attention away from my mind into my body. Like the next time some bullshit happens, you're going to be able to do that and like overcome it a lot sooner. And for some, you know, that could be like years of your life that you're like saving just in the sense of like, you know, some shit we just hold on to for so long. Like I'm sure you can think of something like even if it's something petty, but just like something that happened maybe when you were even like in middle school or high school and you think about it now and you get you get like pissed off about it. Like that girl was so fucking mean to me. Like, oh my god. <laughs> um it's like we really hold on to stuff. So, when we know of exercises like this, tools like this, like it really helps just make that not happen you know and like we're able to release and some stuff is obviously going to be like you're going to have to work on it a little more than just like doing this once or whatever but 
I think just knowing that this exists, like, and again, ever since I saw that TikTok, you know, even just, it was, it's been like a week, but like, it's been helping, like, just even with little things in the day-to-day, like, okay, if I'm feeling this, let me move my attention to my body, like, where am I feeling this in my body, instead of just replaying it over and over in your mind. So let me know if you've heard of this before, if you've ever practiced this, tried it. I will link the article down below so you can read it for yourself, but I would definitely recommend, like, trying this next time you feel something really intensely and then also like this article kind of recommends I guess or is kind of the way that they're talking about it is like just sitting down to meditate and just seeing what comes up um if you don't have like a recent event that's like bothering you like I'm sure there's something in your past so let's just see what happens so that's been really powerful for me um and if anyone has any books regarding this like I would love to know um I've you know been wanting to talk about books but the books I want to read have been on hold the library for so long they're still on hold I think I was talking about that last week they're still both on hold but I do have one ready for pickup about um thinking thinking fast and slow like y'all I've literally just been reading Little House and I'm not mad at it um but it's actually so funny, like, not to, like, flex on y'all, but but I really haven't been um, watching any TV or anything. Like, even with Pam and Tommy, which is only on once a week, like, I just, I'm not even up to date because I've just been, like, reading my book. <laughs> I do want to rewatch Euphoria, though. I watched the, I've never rewatched it. Like, I've only watched the first season once, second season, obviously, once. Um, but now that the second season's over, I really want to go back and, like, start from the beginning. And I just feel like it's been so long since I've seen the first season. Like, now just probably a lot of stuff will make more sense. And, like, yeah. Um, so we have that to look forward to. Um, but yeah, so, again, let me know. There's also this anxiety and phobia book. It's someone, one of you guys recommended to me. It's been on my Goodreads list forever, but I also really want to read that. And also my grandmother's hands, I really want to read. My mom, I can't, I don't know if it was just my mom or if my mom said this and I saw people online saying this, but she said she liked that one more than The Body Keeps the Score. So, you know, these um, topics are really interesting to me and I'm sure they're interesting to you as well if you're listening to this because they're just so applicable. Like, you know, we've all gone through shit that's affected us. And it's just like, it's one of those <laughs> things that just like is relevant every single day of our lives. So it's almost like, it's not only like, I don't know, practical to learn about it because you learn like why we are the way that they are, why we are the way that we are. And then also like how to get through hard times or like hard emotions or trauma or whatever, but also like, it's like so much more interesting like you just like it's so much more interesting because it's so prevalent in our day-to-day lives like oh that's why that's why (laughs) has it been hard to talk kind of like I definitely feel like my voice is strained (laughs) but we're gonna get through this um okay so next topic okay actually like I want to rant but this is kind of like controversial I think (laughs) I don't know um and also this is not something that I like researched and like I'm like oh well here's these points I have to prove it maybe like I can do this introductory rant and then like 
some of y'all will provide feedback and then like the next episode I can have like some articles to reference or something and like a little more of like a discussion and not just like oh let me rant but just like and I just it's like I hesitate because I don't know like it's not like so controversial but okay I guess just like psychedelics and like people being responsible or should I say like the lack of responsibility with some people and some influencers in like promoting psychedelics online or like to their audience or just even like how casual people like take it as or like talk not even talk about it but like promote it um I've never done any psychedelics and so that's why I'm like I don't know like like can I really talk about this because it's not like I have experienced it but just in like observe dude also for me it's like always like men specifically like I'm sure we've all seen the meme and or like the viral tweets <laughs> and like I think I've probably talked about it before where it's like men need to have like eight shroom trips or like you know a crazy shroom trip to realize like what empathy is and then it's like their fucking brand it could be like literally just a, a random local but then that's like all they want to talk about all they post about and like it's like their whole life is transformed and suddenly they think they have all the answers and like shit because like they realize, oh, I actually do. I can feel other people's emotions. It's like, bro, like, like, I think that's specifically what bothers me. <laughs> now that we're really getting to the root of that, I'm glad I could talk about this. You know, I don't need to talk about it anymore. I realize what, <laughs> what's bothering me. Um, but I mean, there's that, you know. Um, but then also, yeah, just like, I guess it's like, what, (laughs) at what point is it like, okay, but can you achieve, and I know, okay, this is the thing too, it's like, I know it like unlocks neural pathways in your brain and like there is research that it's like, it helps with anxiety, it helps with depression, like, like shrooms, um, it can like actually help people, but you know, people who are just like taking it for fun or like whatever, like, and like, oh, this really changed my life. It's like, but could you have reached that without that? You know, like if you're talking about how like, oh, I'm just so much more aware of like how cool. Uh, like, oh, I realize what empathy is. It's like, but would you like, would it have been possible for you to achieve that without like something else, you know? And again, it's like, I've never taken it. So I don't know, like, maybe if I did take it, I would, like, agree with people and be like, yeah, like, this is, like, so crazy. Like, oh, my God, my viewpoint on life has, like, changed. But I just, this is the thing for me. Like, this is why I've never done anything like that, um, which I feel like maybe even surprising to some people because I do like to talk about spirituality and, like, shit, I don't know. (laughs) Shout out to my girl Lexi on Euphoria. When she was giving her little monologue about um, how drugs for her, like, brought out, you know, basically she got anxiety smoking weed. That's what happens to me. Like, it's like, for me, and this was the thing, like, in high school when I was first, like, smoking weed and, like, um, I feel like for a moment there, I was, like, definitely hanging out with a lot of, like, stoner, like, I grew up fucking, you know, in Washington State, bitch, like, everyone smoked weed like (laughs) and not literally everyone but like you know um and I mean I know that's true for a lot of like high schools in general but it's just like 
that's like what we would do like there was nothing to do but go to the park and like smoke weed or go to the beach and smoke weed um there was definitely a moment where like i was hanging out with like a lot of stoners i guess or just like you know people who smoked a lot and you know like i would try to keep up with them. and it's not like i was like oh i need to try to keep up with them but it's like i just didn't know so i would definitely be over smoking and i just had so many like bad experiences just getting too high and like you know probably just also not being with the right people like i don't know but i just i did not like the feeling of like being out of control of my body and low-key i feel like i bitch i did not start getting anxiety until i smoked weed so correlation i don't know <laughs> and like now um i only really smoke if i'm like hung over yeah especially recently like i feel like a few years ago you know like i would like hit it if i'm out like and like my friend offered me something i'd like hit it but now it's like i don't even want to risk it bro like i wish <laughs> there was this one time when this turns into weed talks i just feel like i never really talked about it i mean i've talked about it here and there um but a podcast is like a safe space not that it's even a big deal now too it's like i'm older it's like who cares um there was this one time and i bro i swear this was like the best high of my life like me and this girl that i was kind of friends with she was like older than me but we went to go smoke together at the park um and then like we didn't really hang out for that long like she dropped me back home we lived really close to each other too but she dropped me back home and then i had to like go to the bookstore with my mom or something like my maybe it was both my parents like we had to go run errands and it was just like this beautiful spring day it was like warm and it was just like the most like i wasn't like overly you know giggly or anything but i just remember feeling literally like euphoric like just the best like i was like wow like this is just so fun like like and i wish i remembered more of it like more specifically of what it felt like um but i think it was just all the vibes combined like it was just springtime it was like so nice out like i was like at this bookstore just like looking at stuff and it's not like i was like tripping or anything like but it was just like such a good like chill happy high and it's like i wish it was like that all the time like i wish i could go back to 2014 and find out what kind of weed that was because <laughs> if that's what it felt like every time i smoked weed like for sure um with that being said i love cbd like that definitely like helps my anxiety so much um like love cbd i'll link the specific one i use down below but it's a specific like stress one if any cbd companies are out there please sponsor me like, bitch i literally love cbd um but yeah and i just remember like being in high school and so many kids would just like take acid and take shrooms like all the time and it's like i don't think that's good for a developing brain dude like and there was i almost like me and my friend wanted to do i think we wanted to do acid and i'm just so glad we like ultimately decided not to because like, how would that have fucked me up like as a fucking 14 15 i think i was like 15 <laughs> like bitch what i'm just so glad like um and yeah i feel like having those early experiences like with weed just like feeling so like paranoid and just like anxiety and like out of control of my body like was it really deterred me from like anything like i didn't even drink for the longest time because i was just like scared of like not having control of my body <laughs> like like yeah just kind of that infinity like thinking you know and it's just so crazy that like that's when my anxiety kind of started too 
that that forever thinking like i'm gonna feel this way forever like bitch that's what anxiety feels like so um but anyway so yeah it's like i guess that there's a lot of different like facets of this it's like okay on one hand it's like i don't care what someone does like if this helped them a lot like good for them and now their life has changed good for them but then also like especially when bros do psychedelics and suddenly like oh i'm so caring about everyone it's like well you could have probably just like worked on yourself a little bit gone to therapy and like probably ultimately like reached similar realizations and then also just the whole like people promoting it like this is like the answer like like what about just again like working on yourself and like reaching peace within yourself like without needing a substance to do it and i know it's different than like oh i'm trying to like find peace in alcohol or like drug like other drugs but i don't know it's it's like i just kind of wonder you know um so if you've ever done it i guess like let me know especially like i would love to hear the opinion of like someone who's reasonable (laughs) And not like a, a fucking bro, like oh yeah, <laughs> just like bro, shut up, like just shut up. But even just like, you know what always sticks out to me is the like Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly, like when she was talking about oh yeah our, our ayahuasca trip and just like it was so life changing. And it's like, was it though? Because you're still here. Like I mean, and it's like okay, we don't know her personal life and brain and whatnot, but like. It's like, but you're still here being a celebrity, like, participating in this hierarchy of, like, you know, oh, (laughs) you know, like, am I just, like, looking too much into it? I don't know. I just really have, like, no desire to, like, do any of that. Like, it's like, bro, I just want, and not even in, like, what I want to reach that without a substance or, like, without having to, like, do that. But it's just, like, genuinely so bad. I just want to feel good normally. Like, I just don't want to have to... Like, I just want to find inner peace. Like, I just don't want to feel anxiety. Like, <laughs> and it's like, bro, the things I've been doing have been helping, so we're on the right track. But it's just like, yeah. And I, I know I'm not trying to talk about it like it's like, oh yeah, you're like doing drugs every day to try to numb your pain or like find peace or like, oh, you're just drinking because that's the only time you feel peace or whatever. Like that's like a different thing, but it's still like, I think the real challenge, low key, is like trying to find it just within yourself or like like am i wrong and i again i know it literally creates like different neural pathways and like <laughs> and low-key i'm just like a hater because i like got really paranoid on weed like a lot as like, like teen like <laughs> i'm just like i don't know and i'm not like anti like i'm not like judging people for doing it or whatever but it's just kind of like something that's low-key been on my mind because i just feel like it's talked about so much and like people I know doing it and it's like again it's like it's not like I'm like oh why are you like I'm not bitch I don't give a fuck what anyone does like good for you (laughs) but it's just like I just wonder and I think also because it's something I haven't done it's like bro is that really like is it really that life-changing the next episode I'm like well guys I did it (laughs) just kidding I just like I don't know um yeah uh, I'm just like not I think drugs just like scare me a lot um bitch i'm scared of weed okay so 
I like lose subscribers. <laughs> Sorry, oh, we thought we were related to you. We don't. <laughs> um, and again, like I don't say that in like a condescending way or like a judgmental way. Um, except like about bros when they like the whole reaching finding empathy thing. Okay, I'm judging you and looking down on you. <laughs> but other than that, it's like it's like a curiosity and like a wondering like hmm. Um yeah. Anyway, so I just wanna like be good. Bitch, I just want like tequila. That's like enough for me. Seriously. And C B D fuck. Um yeah, I'm not I'm not anti psychedelics. I'm just like I have a few questions for people. <laughs> so let me know. I don't know, is that like very controversial? Like I don't know. Again, like disclaimer, I'm not trying to like come across like that. I don't care what people do. I think it's interesting to hear people's stories and whatnot. But just like personally, I don't really think that's like for me. But like anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay, we're gonna change the vibe actually. Speaking of substances, <laughs> um, I asked you guys to submit someone actually okay well i asked for podcast topic suggestions and someone was like oh you should ask your followers like what's an embarrassing drunk moment they had so i just did that on ig and i just wanted to read some of them because they're so funny and bro like (laughs) bro we can't this summer y'all let's make a pact no blacking out like that's scary like some of these like (laughs) like oh i woke up in the hospital or like Oh, I, like, cheated on my boyfriend. Like, <laughs> let's not. Um, let's drink our water. I should do a whole segment on how to not do that. Let's make sure we eat. Let's make sure we drink water in between each drink. Um, let's just be responsible. <laughs> Following, so I'm going to read some of them. Following a bro into the bathroom at a dorm party because I thought it was the exit. <laughs> ew, that's scary because it's like, what if he thought you were actually trying to follow you in there? Like, ew. Um, someone said there was a girl on TikTok that mistook her IUD string for a tampon while she was drunk. And it's like, I don't have an IUD. Does it actually go down that far? Like, Ew. Oh my god, this just sounds so painful. Um, flushed my mask down the toilet. The first time I did coke, I got into a fist fight with an ex because he was pissing me off. I'm like, she, and she said, TBH, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> okay, not a fist fight, bro. Don't do that, bro. Like, fentanyl. Or if you're going to do that, get fentanyl test strips. I feel like especially these days, like, I just always hear shit about, like, fentanyl and like it's just really scary um so that's also that's like a different type of fear um made out with a guy that wasn't the bad part the bad part was finding out he had a gf that's definitely on him that's his fault that's not your fault be clingy literally same like i mean it depends that's why i like drinking tequila because i feel like i stay in my right mind but i'm i mean like you know to a certain extent (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I'm just, like, more, like, (laughs) like, I don't want to say more confident, but, like, I guess low-key. Like, my thoughts will be, like, rational. It's, like, when you start mixing or, like, other stuff. Also, I don't drink vodka, and I feel like that's been, um, super 
beneficial because like the first year I lived out here, I never really went out. Um, but like when we would go to like, I wouldn't really like go to house parties, but there was like this certain group of friends that our friend knew and they had like a pool and stuff. And like, we would go there sometimes in the summer, like shit like that. Or if we were just at the apartment, like we would just always get vodka and bro, that just makes you like, I guess I went to a few house parties, but no, nothing like really notable. Um, but that just gets you so fucked up. And I know like everyone's different. Everyone's going to respond to alcohols differently. Um, but that makes me like unable to walk or like, it just makes me so sloppy and messy. Like that's literally like the white girl wasted. Like that's what it is. Um, tequila got me on point. (laughs) I also definitely went through like a Hennessy phase for like a year. And uh, I don't really, I'm like, I don't remember. Um, I guess that was fine. That was definitely better than vodka, but like nothing like a tequila for real. Um, fell through the window and bruised a rib. (laughs) I'm like concerned for y'all. Took a nap in a pizza shop's bathroom. (laughs) Fell down a flight of stairs. Fell down a hill in my backyard. Left phone and keys in a football bro's apartment. I forgot which apartment was his and was stranded in the snow all night. I really need the full story on this. Like, did she make it? Sorry, the um, camera keeps shutting off. Also, someone asked me, why do you have two mics? I'm assuming they mean the camera mic and this mic, but if I were to just use the camera mic, bro, it's too far away for the audio to be good for a podcast, so that's why. Kiss people I don't even find attractive. (laughs) Bro, literally. (laughs) Ew, one time. (laughs) I I mean, it's... (laughs) Is it embarrassing? Kind of. But there was like this guy that I was like kind of talking to. Like, dude, we never even really hung out. Like, I feel like we would just always see each other out. And like, we kind of texted. It was never like serious. And this was like a while ago, like multiple years. (laughs) But like, he was like getting to be really annoying to me. So like, I think we stopped talking. (laughs) But then like, I was out and I was like so drunk. Like, this was like so bad. But like, these guys were talking to my friends and I and like I thought I was like not actually but like I just thought I was like so into one of them and I think we were like kissing but looking back I think he was like kind of ugly but then like the uh, other guy I was talking to like ended up being there and seeing the whole thing and then <laughs> and then he was like blowing up my phone after like as we were leaving and I think he like saw us all leave and he was like oh like bro come outside like come back like I need to talk to you and I was like I think I hung up on him. <laughs> you know what I was drinking that night? It was like, okay, I guess it was tequila, but it was like a giant. There's this place in LA that has these like huge, like blended margaritas. Ew, every time, I've, I think I've only gotten one like twice. I don't think even three times, like I think twice. But it's been like, like I throw up. It's like the worst time ever. Like it's just so, it's all the fucking sugar and just like, so much alcohol and it's just the worst combo like that's the thing too like you can't if you want to be on point like don't fuck with the sugar like i just like a tequila soda tequila water even or even just like taking shots bro it's just you're gonna have a way better time especially the day after but yeah worst call ew like i never want to drink something like that again um but that's what i was drinking that night and i remember even the guy was saying like like one of the things i do remember was the guy was like uh you shouldn't drink that like that's that's why I'm drinking this little drink. 
because I don't want to drink that and be hungover. And I was like, it's good though. This is like in my young years. <laughs> not that that was like so much tea, but it's just like embarrassing in retrospect. I guess like it's not like I really cared, but it was still like ew. It's like whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, bought all my friends a round of shots, not knowing it would empty my bank account. Okay, perfect. Um, asked my boyfriend and his friend for a threesome. Like, I want to know what happened after that. Because you know how bros are, like... Like, bitch, are you okay after that? Did it happen? You know, like... That's so... Not your actual boyfriend, like... Um... Almost peed on my boyfriend's parents' basement floor two months into dating. I want to know what she means by almost peed. Like, what do you mean almost? Threw up in the club at the Afro-Caribbean Society. White girl wasted. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> ran down Manhattan. Ran through Manhattan at 2.30 a.m. Then got chased by a rat. Told the people at the club entrance that the guy in front of me paid for my cover. <laughs> One time. I th- this was in New York, but these these guys, like, paid for me and my friend to get in. And we, like, immediately left. <laughs> I felt kind of bad, but, like, I needed to leave. I had something I had to go do. Tried to twerk on the bar, broke a nail after a fresh fill, and barbed for motion sickness. Okay, perfect. Whenever I used to slur my words. Yeah, that's, like, vodka. Like, What do y'all drink? Let me know down below. Like, if you drink vodka, how do you not, like, fucking die? Um, vomit on security. Oh my god. Kissed my guy friend's friend and then told my friend, yeah, he's cute, but he's not you. (laughs) I fainted while I was peeing and had a huge bruise on my cheek. Ew. Fell out of a guy's bunk bed and broke my arm and pissed on the floor. Y'all be like going through it. Asked a guy what he does in school. He said business and I said, ew, capitalist. (laughs) throw up fully naked and ask my ex ask my ex if he was my husband (laughs) call my ex crying and throwing up (laughs) fuck bro so embarrassing um yeah that's great (laughs) ew um so let's not this summer let's like make a make a pact to not act like that (laughs) i mean it's one thing to be like lol yolo then it's another thing to like regret your whole life. Um, yeah, that's like kind of a lot. <laughs> let's not be messy. Let's have fun, but let's not be messy, you know? And I don't, again, I don't say that in a, a judgmental way at all, you know? You live and you learn, but it's just like so much better to like maintain a good level. Like when you can do, like I've been so good about that, like just maintaining that good level of lit where you're like, in control but you're still like having fun and like i think dude what it really what really helps me is like <laughs> setting the intention at the beginning of the night or beginning of the day like um i think it was last weekend two weekend two weekends ago i think i talked about it in like the last episode but i just had it in, like i wasn't really like i was kind of like uh, do i want to go out it was like a sunday fun day but i wanted to see my friends so i was like okay like i'm just not gonna drink that much and like i'm just my goal is to just like drink a lot yeah i was talking about this because i was talking about like the drinking a lot of water and how you have to have it like at the forefront of your mind to like stay hydrated when you're out because like 
some some bars do have like the little water station but like especially if you're at a club or something like they don't always give you a lot like if you're at a table they don't always give you a lot of like waters you know um so you have to like fight for it and you have to like be on point with the hydration because otherwise like you're just gonna forget or you're gonna be like whatever hydration not over drinking keeping a drink count someone y'all know i do this but someone um on my discord sent their drink count for the weekend mood um yeah like it just helps a lot and i mean it's one thing like if you are kind of getting the vibe that maybe alcohol is a problem for you and it's like you know you're kind of out of control when it comes to it but then i feel like it's another thing and sometimes it can be hard i guess to know like when you know we are like in that early 20s vibe or even just 20s vibe and like surrounded by people who are always like drinking or wanting to go out and whatnot like it's like okay well what is normal and what is like a problem or an addiction um but I really just lost my train of thought after that like profound serious statement but um yeah oh it's another thing to just like not like really know yet like especially when I was first starting to go out and whatnot it's not like I knew all the hacks of like oh this is how you like don't get too drunk or like you know like I don't even just drink water in between each drink or like stay hydrated as much as possible like you don't always know that so you're just like drinking someone hands you a drink you just drink it because you're like yeah I'm just like out having fun whatever um but when you have it in your mind like okay I want to be responsible I want to be good whatever and I'm not saying I'm perfect bitch but like (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do um yeah so that's that um let me know your thoughts and vibes if you did not partake in the q a on ig comment down below or put it in the discord um what's something embarrassing you've done while lit and if you don't drink all the more power to you that's amazing um alcohol is pretty bad for us but you know in moderation <laughs> so last topic <laughs> Is patriarchy bad for men? (laughs) Because I was thinking about men not stretching. Um, Like gym bros, like they love a gym, but they won't stretch. Men not eating vegetables. Men not having proper hygiene, a lot of them. So I started to look it up and then I found this article. And bro, did you, this person was a, a lifeguard. And 80% of, was it deaths? 80% of drowning victims are male. Even though their aquatic skills are equivalent to those of women, they're less likely to wear life jackets, more likely to overestimate their swimming abilities, and more likely to take risks. 80%. Can you believe that? Um, and women typically live longer than men, Because of several biological advantages that make them more resilient and give us more stamina, despite stereotypes that we lack it. But the other component of life expectancy is literally man-made diseases. These are cultural. Men are more likely to smoke, abuse alcohol, engage in high-risk behavior, and have accidents at work. A report from the World Health Organization points to three reasons men don't live as long. The way men work... They endure greater exposure to physical and chemical hazards, their willingness to take risks thanks to male norms of risk-taking and adventure, 
and their discomfort with doctors. They're less likely to visit a doctor when they're ill or when they see a doctor are less likely to report on the symptoms of the disease or illness. And then, yeah, the fucking 80% of drowning victims are male. Um... Men lose only the sense... Wait. When researchers controlled for unhealthy behaviors, such as smoking or drinking, for instance, they found that men who earned less than their wives for an extended period of time still experienced poor health outcomes, shorter life expectancy, and increased chance of cardiovascular problems. Because of the observable increase in men's anxieties in these familial arrangements and the lack of measurable change for women, researchers believe that these men lose only the sense of connection to their identity as breadwinners. Violating the code of idealized masculinity can be such a point of stress for men that it strains their overall health. Um, And then, you know, just mental health. Like, a lot of men don't want to get mental health help, which we were kind of talking about before. The more a man associates with traditional and inflexible ideas about masculinity, the less likely he is to seek counseling. It turns out that when women do well, men do too. Rationally, no man in America should be afraid of feminism, yet many are. Giving up a small slice of privilege in exchange for a longer and happier life seems like a pretty sweet deal to me. Um, But my thing is like... Like, okay, yeah, obviously there's, you know, cons to patriarchy for men. But it's like, I don't want to say do the pros or do the privileges that come along with patriarchy for them outweigh it. But it's like, do they? And I mean, it's one thing to think of like, okay, like I think if I was raising, you know, like a son or something, like when you think of a child, like, no. Because, you know, you want, I feel like the, you know, the cons of patriarchy are going to affect your child or your son, like, more than the, right, though? Because then if you think they go to school, maybe they get more opportunities because it's like they're a boy and so they're like, oh, just the way society perceives them. Patriarchal ideas about masculinity can pose a great danger to men's health because masculinity encourages risk-taking behavior and discourages help-seeking or health-enhancing behavior, meaning men are more likely to get hurt or sick and less likely to seek help when they are. Men are less likely to go to the doctor or seek counseling support for mental health issues. They're also more likely to stop taking medication for their chronic or life-threatening illnesses than are women. They are also less likely to take off time from work when sick, or injured and less likely to recognize symptoms of illness that disproportionately affect them, like heart disease. Um, patriarchy also harms men's chances at meaningful and healthy relationships with others by creating homophobia-fueled barriers against deep male friendships, further damaged by the ever-present threat of violence between men. Patriarchy also promotes hierarchy over women, justifying and encouraging dehumanization of women, leading to male entitlement and violence. In short, patriarchy upholds norms and behaviors that are neither attainable nor desirable in the process we all suffer. It's like, yeah, true, obviously. (laughs) But that's true, but also patriarchy benefits men. Like, there is so much privilege that comes along with being a man, specifically, you know, like a cisgender, white, um, heterosexual man. Um, 
So, I mean, I guess I say that just in the sense of like, I mean, not that it, this doesn't need to be talked about, but it's like, it's like other subgroups of people are really, really going through it because of patriarchy. Not to say men don't, like obviously there's like cons for them and like, you know, I feel like we can especially see it like in maybe our own relationships with men or the men in our lives. Um, Anything from like your dad to like maybe your brother, your boyfriend, even, you know, if you have a son, like just seeing how societies even like I can just, I can't even imagine like trying to raise kids. And I know people like really try and do it, like, you know, raise kids without all of these like gender expectations and like just rules that society has created for us, like trying to undo all of that or like instill in them beliefs that like, you know, you are capable of this regardless of whether you're a boy or a girl or whatever. Um, so props to whoever is doing that out there. Um, but it's like, how much energy do we need to focus on this? Because again, not saying it doesn't need to be talked about, but it's just like, bro, y'all also benefit in a lot of ways. So, I mean, it's true, like, feminism and just you know gender equality and moving away from patriarchy like would be beneficial to all of us but it's like you know if a guy is just like so dumb and like not willing to change his stance it's like what do you like what can you do because it's like yeah ultimately he's benefiting from this like you you benefit from like thinking that women aren't like people (laughs) or whatever like um or you know if someone's really like has tried really hard to like create this traditional masculine image of themselves. It's like, it's probably, it's going to work in their favor in a lot of ways. Like maybe not personally, emotionally, but like as far as their career or like respect from other men, like they're going to succeed in those areas among others. Um, so it's like, yeah, you can't like cry on your bro's shoulder, but you will be making more money at work or like whatever, because you were the one willing to take a risk and like speak up and like whatever. Cause it's easier for you or like, I don't know, you get more respect at the gym and like, because you're just perceived as a tough guy. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. Like, what do you guys think? And I don't even know what question I'm asking or if there really is a question, but it's just like, how do you make someone, you know, realize like, oh, your life could actually be better because yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, I think probably a lot of men don't even realize that they're suffering or like oh that's why you can't hug your bro oh you know what's so fucking annoying is like and i don't remember if i talked about this on the podcast or if i just talked about it like on discord or something but i will always see bros and some some of y'all were like why do you even follow bros like that but it's like you know you meet people out or it's like i'm always gonna see this like bro i'm not gonna be a fucking asshole like they didn't do anything to me it's kind of honestly funny to see What's the mind of a bro? What's a bro's IG store? It's like, I'm not... Bitch, there's people I know. Like, yeah, they're not my best friend. But like, I'm not gonna unfollow them. Um, but just there was this post going around. And posts like it have gone around before. But just like, oh, like men... It's like usually like from Facebook or something. And it's like, oh, like men are just expected to suffer in silence. Or like, we're just expected to shut up and like make money. It's like... And I feel like it's always kind of posed towards women. Like, yeah, y'all, females, that's what you're expecting of us. Like, to just shut up and not talk about our problems and be strong. And it's like, that's not because of us. I mean, maybe some women, like, 
that is their expectation, but only because of patriarchy, which is created by men benefiting men. So like, blame your bros. If like, I think we're on the same page, like we're, you know, maybe you're realizing patriarchy is not for me. I want to be able to express my emotions and be vulnerable to my friends and my partner and my family, those in my life. But like, you can't because you're supposed to, you know, by patriarchal societal norms, be strong and just unemotional and just, oh, provide for your family, provide for your GF, whatever. So like, I think we're on the same page, but I think we're coming at it from like two different angles. Like I think you need to look at the larger picture. So it's like, it's like, you're so close to realizing it, bro. Like you're so close. (laughs) Do you want me to send you an article? Like I got you. (laughs) Man, I like see the bro at the club next time. Like, so I saw your post. Like, did you want me to like send you some like references? Like, (laughs) did you want to use my better help code? (laughs) Just kidding. I don't have one. (laughs) it's like wow and it's like i wouldn't know that unless i knew about this so that's why education is so important because then you can see a post like that and just kind of like i mean it's like kind of fucked up it's like it's kind of sad but it's also kind of like lol like you're not gonna blame me or like blame women because you you know are feel emotionally you know i don't know however you however you feel unable to express your emotions or like feel like no one wants to listen to you or no one cares about how you feel like patriarchy babes like join a feminism book club like learn <laughs> easier said than done i know like it's not like just this easy thing you can like over like i know that but it's really like, kind of funny low-key <laughs> sorry um anyway so i will link these articles down below especially the patriarchy articles just provided and the camera died <laughs> fucking going through it over here um but the patriarchy articles especially just provided a lot of good information and like statistics and things like that so if you're interested every time i say things like that i just think of the fucking tiktok sound um you can check them out down below if you guys have any book recommendations or even article recommendations related to anything we talked about today please let me know i'm getting hungry the camera's dead so i think it's a sign we need to wrap this up i'm gonna go pick up my book from the library so anyway you guys thank you so much for listening Don't forget to post this on your IG story and tag me so I can repost. Join my Discord, links down below, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.